Well, hey there, nobody's gonna do it for you. Sharon Horn Nelson here, Get Up and Go Challenge. We're doing some pre-work, or not pre-work, just preliminary days leading up to the next Get Up and Go Challenge, which is gonna be August 1st, August 1st to 31st. We're gonna do a 30-day challenge, 11 a.m. Central Time. Uh, this page, same bat channel, same bat page, if Batman had a page, or Batgirl, or Batwoman, or Bat... Robin, I guess it was Batman and Robin, right? So, 11 a.m. starting August 1st. Yep, it's Saturday. It's next Saturday. From the 1st to the 31st, every day at 11, we will be doing a Get Up and Go Challenge. It's gonna be under 10 minutes. Somehow, I'm gonna break that challenge down and make sure that it's less than 10 minutes so that you can do one little thing every day to move you massively forward in your life. Um, you get to pick the area. Unless I decide between now and then that I think there's an area that everybody's screaming about and we should focus on for 30 days. Otherwise, you get to pick the area. Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships or contribution. You get to pick which area you want to work on for that 30-day period. I say whichever area is screaming at you the most, that's the one to work on. Because each of us are, are different and what we need right now is different for each and every one of us. And what I like about these challenges, what I love about the challenges is that it breaks things down into little pieces so that we're making massive results and progress, even though it doesn't necessarily feel that way. So I can say, I can guarantee you're going to get results in this 30 day challenge and that you're going to be better off than you are before you start the challenge, um, in, in whatever way you so choose. Uh, so today I want to talk about nobody can do it for you. I'm sharing lessons learned in my, you know, 60 years of experience that have come to me in different ways. This one, you know, we learn at a very young age as parents, and I'm a mom, I know how hard it is and how much we want to do things for our kids, how we want to feel for our kids and we breaks our heart when they're sad or unhappy or disappointed or hurt or bullied or if, you know, whatever. We feel we want to feel for them, yet we know that even though they're a part of us, we're separate. And each and every one of us needs to feel and experience life for ourselves. Nobody can do it for us. Nobody can feel our life or live our life for us. Nobody can be a better you than you. Nobody can experience this life as only you can. Um, you know, as, as when our kids are little, we, we coach them and we cajole them and we motivate them and we bribe them and we get them to walk. But the truth is, we can't walk for them. We can't crawl for them. We can't walk for them. We can't talk for them. We can only model and then, you know, bring them along and, and teach and coach and train them. But it's up to them to actually walk. It's up to them to actually learn. It's up to them to actually feel and grow and become the person that they're meant to be. Nobody, as much as we want to, we can't do that for another human being. As much as we want our children or our significant others or our friends or the people that we interact with our customers to succeed, it's not up to us. And I, I remember I used to always get really frustrated in my career because I would see amazing people on, my team, on, on the teams of the people that I worked with in, in corporate America and in my own businesses. They all were, were looking at the same opportunity yet you know, some people would excel, some people would just do what they had to do to get by and, and would perform at an acceptable level. And some people would epically 
fail. They, they wouldn't succeed at and whatever you were doing, whether it was a sport, whether it was a job, whether it was um, doing something in school or for work, the levels of performance, of course, there's this huge spectrum of performance based on anything that you're doing. Some people are awesome at some things and, and terrible at others. We're all, okay, we all are. We all are good at some things and we're not good at a lot of things, right? We're, we're good at a tiny fraction of the things that we could possibly be good at or we're genius and expert at. And the rest of it, we count on other people to be awesome and be experts at. I don't ever want to be an expert at someone else's health. So I don't want to be a doctor or anything, uh, but only I can be an expert about my health. Yep, doctors can help us and coach us and, and prescribe and guess at what's going on in our body, but who knows more and better than we do? Nobody. And that's with respect to everything in your life as it is in mine. We are the only guru of ourselves. We are the only expert in what's perfect and right for us. And so, Anytime we expect somebody or something outside of us to give us something, to provide for us, or we think we're entitled to something because we exist, sorry, we're sadly mistaken. Um, the next couple of days are hard ones. Hard lessons I learned actually from my dad who since passed away like about five years ago now, a little over five years ago, five and a half years ago now, what am I saying? Uh, five and a half years ago, this is one of the lessons that he taught me. In the next few days, we're gonna talk about different lessons that I learned as a girl growing up in my family. You know, and, and most people will say, well, I, I know that to be true, but I don't, I don't believe it. I wanna push against it. I wanna fight against that. I wanna say that it's not true. But think about it in your own life. Nobody can do anything for you unless you want it for yourself. People can help, people can coach you. You can learn and model and people can give you advice, but it's up to you to actually do something about that knowledge. You know, people always like to say knowledge is power. Knowledge isn't power. Knowledge is just knowledge. You know, wisdom isn't even power. Wisdom is just whether you're wise or not, but until you act on the knowledge and the wisdom that you have, that doesn't matter. You know, it's like a book sitting on a counter the book sitting on the counter doesn't do you any good unless you read the book or do something with it. And then once you read it, just reading it isn't enough either. It's up to you if you're going to act on that information or do anything on that information or not. So nobody can do it for you. Nobody's going to do it for you. That's the biggest thing I think that I'm seeing and it's, it's really frustrating me and I don't watch it. But the politics and the posturing and the promises that politicians as a whole and bosses. Have you ever had a boss that made promises and didn't deliver? Have you ever had a friend that made promises and then they never delivered on that? And you expected that they were going to keep their word and then you're all disappointed because they don't. You know, politics and friends and other human beings let us down if we expect them to do something for us, right? You can do a favor for somebody, but you can't expect it. And you can't expect that if you do a favor for somebody, that same exact person is going to do a favor for you in return. I always say, if you do a favor for somebody, somebody else and something else will come into your life that balances that out. As a whole, our lives end up balanced, but not by the people that we give things to. If you're giving value to somebody and you're expecting something in return, you're coming from a state of um, 
expectancy, which you know what, it doesn't mean that that person is going to reciprocate. I know there's the law of reciprocity, but the law of reciprocity doesn't ever say it's a universal law that you're going to get the same thing in return from somebody that you give value to. So I love this one. It's, it's, you know, kind of right along the lines of taking 100% responsibility for yourself, which I think we talked about on day four, uh, or P day four, P four, preliminary day four, um, taking 100% responsibility for yourself. And this is sort of a, an extension of that. Nobody is gonna do it for you. It's up to you to take the actions to create the life you want. And guess what? The life you want is different from the life that everybody else wants. Again, as it should be to make the world go round, right? And to make the world a lot more fun and exciting place. So that is our idiom for today. Not our idiom for today. What am I thinking about another video? That's our little lesson for today, getting ready for the next Get Up and Go Challenge. Just some core values and principles. And again, I would love to know what you think about this. Have you had examples? I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I've had people do a whole lot of things for me. Um, but I didn't expect them, and I don't expect them. I know that I'm 100% responsible for myself and the outcomes and the experiences and the feelings that I have. If I'm in a super bad mood, it's not anybody's job to get me in a better mood. We cannot make anyone else on the planet motivated or happy or feel anything unless they want to. I think Eleanor Roosevelt is credited with saying, nobody can disrespect you without your permission. It's so true. Nobody can make you do, say, or feel anything without your permission. You always have to acquiesce. I like vocabulary. You always have to give in and say, I, I'm going to do that. They can't force you. Yeah, they can torture you. They can do all kinds of things. But it's not going to work if you are committed to being you and knowing that it's up to you. It's, it's all up to you. So nobody can do it for you. Love this, love this, love this. And once you realize that, Number one, you realize that you're not exchanging, well, not number one, you, you realize you're not exchanging your personal power for anyone else. You're not abdicating and giving away your power. I think this is one of the reasons I struggled in corporate America. I, mean, I didn't struggle. I never struggle at any, well, I do struggle at some things, but I, I didn't ever struggle in corporate America. But why I, I have this sense of feeling that I didn't fit in, I didn't fit into the little square uh, block on the, uh, what are they called, organizational charts that I was supposed to because I didn't want to fit into a little box. And so I think that's why I had that sense of, geez, do I really want to be here? Do I really belong in corporate America? And I see they're over a quarter century, so obviously I fit enough that it, it made me happy for, for quite a while. But I knew that in that setting, I was exchanging my freedom of thought, my freedom of um, choice and decisions in exchange for a paycheck that really didn't give me freedom. It, it really um, made it possible that I didn't have to make all the decisions and all the choices. I remember, I remember going into team meetings and having to deliver a message from, from the upper, upper echelon of an organization that I didn't necessarily 100% agree with, but I bought into because that was my job. I was the manager. This was the new policy. We were all going to follow the new policy. And was it 100% awesome? No, could it have been better? Of course. But this is the policy we all agreed on as a leadership group and team. This is what we're going to do going forward. And presenting that to everybody and realizing that, you know, you always got that out. Hey, I didn't make this up. This is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it. 
And whether we agree with it or not, we all agreed to do it, so this is what we're gonna do. Um, so you can exchange your having to make decisions and choices for yourself in certain settings, uh, but it never feels as good as when you realize that everything that you do is in your control. But you know what, that takes standing up and being responsible and saying, oh my God, I actually totally screwed that up. I made the wrong choice, I made the wrong decision, I tried this and it epically failed. So what, right? <laughs> so what? It, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. We'll do something else. We just get ourselves up and we dust off the, our knees, our skinned knees. We put some band-aids on them and we move on and we try something else. Sit, go out, have an amazing day. If you have any questions or concerns or ideas for this upcoming challenge, hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting lesson learned. This is a biggie. This is a really biggie um, as well. I've got, I've got a couple. Like I said, these are big deals and they, they didn't always be lessons that I learned the first hundred times. Sometimes it wasn't until 110, 270, 8,000 times of trial and error before I figured out and learned these lessons. But once you learn them, and you internalize them, you've got them, and you make them your own. It's just like our, our values and, and our beliefs. Once we make them our own, they're ours forever until we choose to change them. All right, catch you tomorrow. Bye. Have a great day.